Hey everybody, welcome to Views from the Bridge, the podcast that started the Union win streak. Uh, brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network podcasts on the internets at bgn.fm, as well as the Twitters at the bgn.fm, as well as Roughneck Scarves, your home for, well, I mean, as it relates to this podcast, Philadelphia Union Scarves, as well as a bunch of other ones. So check those guys out, roughneckscarves.com. I am your host, as most of the time now, I'm just doing Law of Averages, uh, Evan Valala joined, uh, as always, by my good friends, by union companions, not Anderson Kinsey-Sals. Um It's our Vincent Nogueira, uh, Chuck Booth. What's up, man? Um, I'm pretty solid. good. Solid. Well, um, why, does, why does Chuck get Nogueira? Calm down. Calm oh, my down. God. Because you said that now. I'm the metronome. Our Whoa. Austin Berry, Paul Catrino Jr. Austin <laughs> that's no? that's like the tin cup. Dude, you have a consistent. really good job as since he's strength and conditioning coach right now. Though. You're lucky my wife's hot. Mm. Hey, at least you didn't have a very weird way of leaving. Yeah, the there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on before we get into that discussion. Uh, <laughs> You're right our, to do so. Um, our Aaron, we oh wait no. Uh, yeah, our Aaron <gasps> Wheeler. Uh, what? Justin Ashton. What? What? Yeah. <clears throat> wow. All right. Cool. Hey, Evan. You what's can up, play man? center back or we forward. Both. What's that? I just said, hey, if up? you were, if you guys were wondering how the alliances work here, Evan and Chuck are best friends. They're almost wearing the same kits right now. The Alliance so. of American Football unfortunately <laughs> ceased to exist, so I don't know um, what you could possibly be. I mean, talking we've about. spent a bit too much time around this team by some of these names thrown yeah, around. Seriously. Well, whatever. At least I didn't call anybody our, our Brian Silvestri. Mm. Mm. Remember goalkeeper apocalypse? I remember. <laughs> we all remember. I try to forget, yeah. but yeah. there's not enough alcohol in the there world. There wasn't enough goalkeepers in the that. world for goalkeeper apocalypse either. Apparently. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, uh, hey guys, the Philadelphia Union, in fact, won a game uh, again. They probably had no business winning. Um, I disagree. Hey. I already disagree. Well, no business is probably harsh. They had but, no business losing. But, uh, anyway, 2-1 win over FC DeLace, who, uh, as a friendly reminder, started seven people that were under 21 and didn't have three of their starters and a whole bunch of other things put forth by Matt Doyle uh, in his recap article. But, um, <laughs> yeah, late goals by not Marco Fabian and Alejandro Bedoya see the union uh, get a, a deserved point and then steal two more uh, from Talon Energy, former PPL Park. Guys, your uh, your thoughts on this one? I'm another uh, another game of second half adjustments gone right. Um, there were a couple of issues in this game, which I'm sure we'll discuss later. Yeah. But if you're gonna get three points at home, a 96 minute winner is damn sure the way to do it. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I could make the argument that based on at least most of the second half play, I mean, though it was 2-1 and a 92nd minute winner is really fun to get, I almost could make the argument that we probably could have won the game 5-1, to 6-1. to one. Um, another night. Mm-hmm. On a night where the team, this is going to sound ridiculous, no one look at the stats, but on a night where the team like shoots more. 
Yeah, I mean, but they shot, but it was just like every time it was like directly at Maher, and it was just like, okay, yeah. well. I mean, to be fair, he did make a really solid save on what was it, a com, I think, right before he got yep. subbed off. That was ridiculous. So yep. yeah, it easily yeah. could have been, you know, one one there, and then all right, if everything plays out the way that it did, three one. So. And if it's against ten men, like it should be. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see much of an instance in that game where the Union looked like they were chasing the game at any point, even though they were down super early. I, yeah. What was that, the 10th yeah. minute they scored? Yeah, um, what a free kick. Yeah, ah, that, what, what do you do? Credit. You, you know, those are these are the goals that the Union are giving up right now. You know, <laughs> you look at the first few games, they've all been at the hand of one simple clumsy mistake of mm-hmm. one player on that team. And then just really, you know, world-class effort on the hand of the right. other team. Yeah. Um, but the Union are scoring, like, clean, you know, team-driven goals. And yeah. even going after, even going down in the 10th minute, uh, they were setting up beautiful traps down the sidelines mm-hmm. on their pressing. Uh, back line had no time to really build up anything for Dallas. The only thing that they were really doing effectively that whole game was like the one-two passing down the side that was really uh, breaking down the guys like Aronson and Madunian yep. who were you know trying to cover their ass in the midfield. But there was no mo- but, there wasn't a moment in that game where I didn't think the Union weren't going to score. You know they were at it the whole time. They were getting chances all game long, and they they just showed their resilience in this one. It was. As simple as that, it was a really determined effort, and yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, Jim Jim really set himself up for uh, success with the substitutions, which is something I didn't think I'd really be saying at all, yeah. <laughs> ever. <sighs> it's I, nice. I like, I like Burke on for well, not. I mean, I thought I thought something out of com was weird timing, but if you, if you plan to do it, I guess then there's not much you can do. Um, but that one, you know, obviously paid dividends with Burke winning the penalty. And can we just establish a make it take it rule, please? Thank you. Um, yes. And and then uh, I thought Montiero looked ridiculously amazing. Sharp. Yeah, that was. He's got. Uh, I I think I tweeted out that I have a or, or messaged somebody after the game. No, it was a it was a Facebook message I, I sent to somebody. I have a soft spot for Yaga Torre. Mm-hmm. Like really hard. I just what he did is is criminally underrated because of uh, him being from the Ivory Coast and, and being an African footballer probably. But um, I got some flashes of Yaga Torre with Montiero because not only did he look like one of the smartest guys I've ever seen on the field in terms of his anticipation and things like that, his feet were super soft. Um, yeah. And he almost had a really nice curler in the 90th that Berg set up after they got the second goal too. Um, but yeah, no, really, really solid man management. If you have a guy like that that you can plug in when you're hunting for a lead or have a lead, just to kill a game off. It was fun watching him. I remember when we first saw Aronson when he mm-hmm. would receive the ball. He was he was um, planning his movements before he was even receiving it. With Montero, yep. when he was getting the ball, it was like he had you know like. Uh, thumbtacks under his feet like his feet were moving so quickly and so forward driven it was Mm. it was beautiful to watch because he has such a spring in his step but he's incredibly smart on the field and and it was really not it was nicely set up because it kind of 
what Montero came on for Ray Gaddis at that time. Yeah. And like that was yeah. in I believe the seventy seventh, but before that you bring on El Sino for a com. You know, you've already taken Pico off for Burke and everything, and that's already stretching out FC Dallas to a point where you plug in a guy like Montero. He's gonna absolutely run rampant in that midfield. Especially with guys making runs like Aronson and Bedoya do. Yeah. I mean, he handled he handled this game very well, and that, the points were absolutely deserved. You didn't yeah. think they were coming, but it was deserved. <laughs> uh, Chuck, anyone stick out to you in a positive light? Um, honestly, it's this is a game where it's actually really hard to pick any one person yeah. because I think the team as a whole, outside of who our majority Conceição is probably going to be later, <laughs> yeah. had a very good day. Yeah. Like, obviously, um, new left back Kai Wagner had himself a yep. day. Um, even though there was finally one period when he was in the attacking third and <laughs> had no idea what yeah. to do. He just then <laughs> got the ball picked right I off. I forgot how to play soccer in that moment. If it was anybody but a defender, that's a, that's a goal. Oh yeah. I mean, even if it was actually, um, even if it was Jack Elliott, former striker. I mean, even but the thing is, if it was Kai Wagner, most of this season, it's I a think, goal. yeah. But then that one moment, he just had a massive brain yeah, fart, yeah, yeah. and FC Dallas picked this pocket. Well, and, uh, but like, yeah. I can't be mad. He's twenty-two years old. Too. You a, know, he's still essentially like, learning the game. Your, <laughs> it, your left back shouldn't be Damn. your yeah. best attacker. Um. So, like, looking at that, it's like, eh, I can give him a pass. But everyone else looked pretty great, and it was just due to, as, uh, like, just eh, unopportunistic isn't really a word, but unopportunistic finishing Mm -hmm. that there weren't more goals in this game because the Union deserved it, and realistically the union played FC Dallas off the field. This is a team that with FC Dallas that normally dominates possession and the union ran circles around. Them. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other player for me that I like think about as I, as I think about this game is like, is Brendan Aronson. And I think what actually is interesting about Aronson. And I think, I think actually Wagner makes Aronson better. Um, in the way that Wagner essentially controls that whole side of the field. I mean, I, I don't mm-hmm. think Gaddis doesn't have that ability to control the whole right side of the field, but like Wagner takes up the whole left side of the field. Um, and so I don't like, I think that gives Aronson some freedom where he doesn't have to stay as wide as potentially Bedoya almost finds himself a lot on that right side mm-hmm. of the field. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it allows Aronson to play more of a natural position for him of center midfielder. Uh, that I like that I think he excels at, and I think he he again had another really good game, um, mm. and I think not all of the credit because Aronson has proved himself to be a really good soccer player, but I think some of the credit in the position that Aronson is playing now has to go to Wagner. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, I'm gonna give a shout out to Paxton Pomacall the FC Dallas wonderkind who uh, 
was as good as advertised, I guess. I hadn't seen him before, but I, was I had another guy either. with like really yeah. soft feet. Looked really good in possession. Yeah, the U.S. is in good hands with these young midfielders coming through there. You know, I think this is a good problem for for them to have because there's just simply too many. Yep. There's too many who could play that position well going forward. But, yeah, those Dallas youngsters look pretty well. But uh, yep. so did Philadelphia's. How about it? That was – this is nice to watch. It is good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess before we get in the into the – talking about the galaxy paul you uh you interviewed adam booth friend of the uh show. yes our favorite sons of ben capo uh was down on the field right as the uh final whistle blew and <laughs> he was uh <laughs> hanging can over you, the rail can you hear can, can you hear you guys okay through all the smoke i know that's a thing that totally messes up audio is, is cold smoke flares well, yeah, they had the one right at the right at the end there with Bedoya, and then um, right after the game they lit another one. Yeah. So I was trying to get to him, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> there was a bit in my way, but I, I think I fought through it and was able to get him to talk for about two minutes or so because right he was hanging over the guardrail, man. That boy was tired. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. Uh, so we'll drop that here, and, uh, and we'll pick up with you guys at the end of that. <laughs> I'm here with Adam Booth. Adam, how does it feel to watch your team do that in front of all these fans? You know, this is why we show up. You know, like games like this are why we come here in the first place. To see your team, you know, it's sometimes you got some bad calls. That free kick was a beauty by Dallas. And you, you don't know if you're going to get it. You don't know. But, like, first you get Marco taking the penalty and Corey Burke finishing up. And then Bedoya just took to put the team on his back. And it's, it's, it's incredible to watch a captain do a captain's thing and take his team. He put, like... It's a beautiful night in Chester, my friend. That's all it really is to it. How many calories do you think you burn every 90 minutes? You look you look exhausted. Whatever Ryan Lochte eats, I burn. Like, whatever that 10,000 thing he does before the Olympics, I burn that. I'm about to have three cheeseburgers back in Center City. You know how it is. You guys absolutely earned this one. Ah, I love this. I absolutely love this. And the magic of the Internet's really cool because it happened. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that amazing? I'll tell you, Incredible. The, yeah. the fans the fans keep sounding that excited and going with this team. It's going to be fun to go to Union Games this your, year to your have announced, actual. Your announced attendance was a sellout, and I'm going to be honest, <laughs> it looked close. It was, yeah. It, yeah, so that's nice. I did not see many empty seats there, and not a lot no. of people went home. That's the That was the cool thing, because yeah. usually when you're at Union Games and they're down a goal, you can already minute, tell... You're, you're when they're out, out of it, when they're out of a game, yeah. you can tell, you can feel it in the game. But everyone stayed behind because they knew something was coming, and yeah. it was very good to see that not a lot of people gave up on this team despite them being down a goal, which shows that they do have faith in the eleven that are on that field, the sixteen men that are chosen every night yeah. for that team. Um. Guys, do we want to move on to the Galaxy game we have coming up next week, or do we want to go for the press conference that was this afternoon? I mean, we have not given an award. I mean, they're both kind of the same thing. We have not given a certain award about this past game. 
You gotta, uh, which you, we kind of have to. Well, you because have to. Everyone but also, I feel like you have to end on the consensus. Gotten the award has stepped okay, up. Okay, we'll end on it. That's fine. Yeah, you gotta, okay. you gotta end on the consensus. We we jumped the gun a yeah, little yeah. bit. I know you're excited. I'm excited. Everyone's excited. But you gotta. But the players are listening. I know, <laughs> on bated breath. Everyone's like, guys, oh, which this one is scary. This is scary. Which one of these jagoffs told me I'm not good at my job this week. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Wait, yeah, trans- transition pause for me wait, making a whiskey ginger. Okay, great. Sorry, I want to get it out of the way. All right. Mm. We, we could very we could very easily talk around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul Katrina, the most talk around the. Also, we're probably just going to leave that in. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, we'll talk about it all kind of in one shot. Um, so, you know, next next match, LA Galaxy, third place in the West. Um, if you don't know about them, they've won a lot. MLS Cup 2002, 2005, 2011, 2012, 2014. Supporter Shield 1998, 2002, 2010, and 2011. Uh, also have two U.S. Open Cups in 2001 and 2005. They also have um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I hope I said that right. He's a very good at soccer. And um, in the off chance that he listens, one, hiya. Two, not going to say anything to piss him off because that would be unwise. Yeah, when he so how came we to town about this weird top <laughs> seven match in, or sorry, top uh, top ten match in MLS after uh, after well, we'll call it six games for each team. Um, I feel good yeah. because I don't hate the Union if this becomes a shootout because yeah. I think their defense is better than the Galaxy's. And I don't think that's an outlandish statement. Um, They've at least shown that they can handle strong attackers. And while I don't think they're going to shut down Zlatan, I do think that we can probably think that they'll do a good job on Alessandrini and whoever the other winger is in that game. And real, and all you have to do is stop LA from crossing, and you have a good shot. Yeah, you're acting as if Chris Pontius isn't already going to start this game. <laughs> you know he is. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually terrified for Chris Pontius in this game. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been rather serviceable in his minutes that he's been getting so far. Yeah, uh, but. You know, it's going to have to be whoever the two center backs are, Trusty and Elliot. They're going to have to have their head on a swivel the entire game. And I know those guys like to make runs in. Um, I know they like to crowd the box sometimes when they uh, have possession in the corner. Um, it's going to have. To, it's just really going to have to be a team effort from them to make sure they're not losing anybody. If they're if they can effectively shut them down in the final third, I feel like the Union can definitely outpace them in the run of play. Um, So I don't think it's too tall of a task to beat this L.A. team. The other Mm -hmm. L.A. team, not too sure, but this Galaxy team is definitely... You can see it. I would put them on the same level right now. Mm-hmm. Skill wise, 
Yeah, you don't beat the other LA team. No, you just hope to contain them. I just think, like, I mean, if you had asked me a year ago, year two years ago, like how I felt about playing the Galaxy, I would have been like, uh, we're gonna lose and it's gonna be great. Yeah. Um, I just like, I don't, I don't, I feel like there's something about youth and young players that have no fear. You know, like, and I think mm. that that's where we are with this union team for the most part. Like, yeah, like Wagner is new and really has no fear at this point. Um, you know, Aronson is new, really has no fear at this point. No I think fear that there's just, I think that there's just like, there's an ability to go in fresh and just play the team that's across the field from you. And I think that's what we've proved over the last four weeks. You know, we went into Atlanta and we played the team across the field from us and tied the game. Like we went into Colum- right. like Columbus came to town, we played the team across the field from us and won that game. And so I just don't, I don't have any fear going into this game that we don't have a shot at winning. Not that we will win the game. I just like feel like we have a shot at winning almost any game at this point. Yeah, no, that's 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 a fair point. And I mean. If you look at it, last year, Austin Trusty was playing against some of the bigger names in MLS at the time. Like, he had a pretty decent game against Giovinco. Like, the, so he's not he, – they're young, Trusty and Elliot, but they're not necessarily inexperienced, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting. So we'll see. I don't know. Um, yeah, Jim uh, – Philip Union head coach Jim Curtin had his press conference uh, this afternoon, a couple hours ago. Said some interesting things. Um my favorite one, I think, is that he's going to have a, a little chat with uh, Jason Kreiss about the USU-23s. Um, presumably... Don't take them! Yeah, presumably yeah. about <laughs> not using half the Union team to field that team. Yeah, Please let us never pull a Columbus again. <laughs> yeah, it worked out, but yeah, it'd be nice if we just didn't have to deal with that. That is going to be a season-defining moment there. Montiero is at least... Available yeah, now, yeah, so that's often a little bit. One more person. Well, and but and to tie it in, some of the other news in the press conference where Derek Jones is out with an ankle. Uh, I'm just waiting for when eventually all of our center backs are out and um, Ariel Collin gets a yeah. start. Well, yeah, it'll yeah. be fun. It'll be. I mean, he's got tons of experience. I don't know what that. Means, He'll immediately get a yellow card. But, well, yeah, but, there's that too. Um, he'll get a golden yellow card. I mean, this team seems to like yellow cards. I'm lot. okay with that, though. Mm-hmm. And I mean, some of that has been dodgy officiating, to be fair. Listen, if any, all of MLS if any fan base will accept a player I, getting suspended for yellow card accumulation, it's yeah. Philadelphia because I mean, that shows that you're Connor doing <laughs> putting work. <laughs> um, uh, I. I will never forget that Connor Casey chat. Yeah. Very good. I'll never forget the game that he got sent off for smacking Keegan Rosenberry. <laughs> yeah. That was a good time. That was, that was a good time. That was a good game. That was a good game. Uh, the Union won that one. That's why it was good. Um, anyway. Yeah. And then, uh, Chuck, your, your news that you wanted to talk about. Sergio Santos uh, undergoing an MRI here recently, which is a shame. Because he scored a really pretty finish to give Bethlehem Steel, your USL affiliate, uh, the 4-3 win against Sporting Kansas City in yeah, a I, in a mental game. Yeah, I really want to see Sergio Santos for the yes. Union. Like, um, 
especially considering while Fafa Pico has been troubling defenses, he still like has lacked finishing. Um, and Sergio scoring that goal for Bethlehem was like, okay, this is a little taste of what we might be getting. Oh, wait, he's actually going to be out longer. Another interesting thing to come from the presser today is that Curtin basically said that Casper is the best in the box finisher on the team. Yeah. <laughs> Our striker yeah. situation is so bizarre right now. <laughs> CJ Sapong scored again, just if anybody cares. A really oh, pretty sh- Oh shut too. it. <laughs> a really pretty finish. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to make the argument that we yeah. made the wrong decision with him. All it's I'm just... saying is he scored again. So yeah. <laughs> the the only problem that I had with, with Akam and Pico or the only problem that I have, I guess, is uh, those guys both play really well off of a dude who can knock the ball down and give it to him in space. And neither of the other one are that guy. Yeah. If, if, you know, like, Pico is not that guy for Akam. Akam, not that guy for Pico. And that's where I think, yeah, whine about his finishing, although who scored a goal? Um, but, like, Corey Burke... <laughs> can in fact win a ball, knock it down, and hold it up as we saw throughout the stoppage time of that game. Because, man, he was strong. I like Corey Burke as a sub. That's fair. Yeah. I am not sold on him as a starter because we have tried this, and unfortunately it hasn't this worked. This year it hasn't. I thought last year he played well enough that they sold CJ. Because he can play as a lone striker. Yeah, all right, yeah. I mean, that could just be about learning a new system, right? Like, yeah. could be just be well, learning about here, playing with another out, striker. He plays out in the white, the the, ooh, the right wing, for, <laughs> yeah, the right wing for Jamaica, which is a Freudian slip to end all Freudian slips. Um, yeah, so he plays out wide for Jamaica. So it's a weird. It's okay. You're thinking of Game of Thrones yes, this weekend. Yes, uh, sure. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I think I think I'm I'm gonna agree with Justin. I'm gonna defend my boy. Um, yeah. I think it'll he'll come around. I think that was a really good game for his confidence, to be honest. I think he should have taken the penalty. But uh, segue, we'll get into that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. So Evan, Marco Fabian, taking yeah. penalty kicks all the time. Yeah, you're not a fan. Um, so like, I it's cool if like you're the captain of the team and you take the penalty kicks, or it's cool if. You're not the guy that wins the penalty and you take the penalty kicks and you make them, but like you, 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 oh, you can't, you haven't done that. So stop. And, and also, that's I think, not to say um, he can't, but he's not doing yeah, he it can. right now. He can't. Let's let's just say he can't. Let's just say can't. I'm gonna say can't. I, I feel I feel like there was a contract clause in there yeah, yeah, somewhere. Because yeah. even um, so I'm playing a football manager. Tell me that he with takes, the union right he now. takes the PKs in that, too? No. Um, PK should be taken by Harris Madunian. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, literally anything is better than what we have right uh, now. And I understand that we don't have CJ, who was just, period, the PK taker. Yes. But, like, Marco has now... Marco can't do it anymore. Two of three. Yep. He cannot take another penalty. Unless he wins it. If he wins it and he's like, I'm taking it, like, fine. All right, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 
But like, if you're not even involved in the in the card, like, don't. And honestly, his game really frustrated me against Dallas because uh, he was a little shot, shot, shot. Yeah, shot. he was he was super greedy about it. Like, especially after the team went up, he shoots a really soft shot at uh, the Dallas keeper, and and it's like, what if they countered off of that and scored, and then you drew? Like, just run it to the corner flag, dude. I mean, what if he's the guy? who um, gets benched going to L.A., although, unfortunately, I don't think Jim Curtin has the yeah, balls I, to that's, do this. Yeah, 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 because that was – I know uh, there was a question. He should be the guy to be benched going to yeah. L.A. I would, I would sit him. I would sit him. I think you're in, you're plenty capable attacking midfield-wise, and then after what uh, Jamiro showed you as far as what he can bring to the table, I think, he, I think he's fine. So, uh, I think Chuck and Paul and I are all in agreement. <laughs> I, I think that we just start the Golden Conseso. Yeah, should, let's let's do it. You're Golden Conseso this week. Uh, I I will I will give it to Marco Fabian, and then I will say I can also see if you'd like to give it to Austin Trusty for slicing literally every clearance, <laughs> which he's good for doing that about about once a year. I mean. He at least made the clearance. That's really all I ask for my center back. I don't care where they Just go get it as up. long as they don't go into your own net. And yes, I'm talking to you, Jack oh. Elliott. Um, like, it's gotta be Marco. Yeah. And hopefully he will bounce yeah. back from these the way everyone else that we have handed these out to has. Yeah. Um, Justin, you have uh, any other opinions? Yeah, or? I actually do. Um, All right, this is fun. Uh, and no, and I don't, I don't think he deserves the Conseil, but I do, I do want to give a negative thought to Jack Elliott for a second. Okay, his be he was my we, number two. We so. talked about this on our group chat, and I just don't think we've talked about it on the show. But his distribution is terrible. Like yeah. the dude, this year can, it's been not great. Like every single time, he has time, he has space, think, he could find somebody, and every single time he's kicking it straight to an opposing team's player. I'm like, do you know the color of jersey you're wearing? Like, it just—it's <laughs> so frustrating watching. Even throughout that, even throughout the second half, when we're we're trying to make a comeback, we're playing pretty well, and there would be times where he would get the ball at his feet, have time, space, and he kicks it straight to an FC Dallas player. And I'm like, we've got to get this figured out where either, I don't know if that's Madunian, like, and finally Madunian had started dropping back between Trusty and Elliot to mm-hmm. give, mm-hmm. to give, you know, Elliot another place to go with the ball. But it was just like, we've got to figure out a solution to that where he's either players are coming back to him or he's hitting better passes. I mean, basically, we. I, it's tough because I don't want to say we need to lose so that Mark McKenzie can start, but if we don't lose games, Mark McKenzie's not going to start. Yeah, I, I think yeah. E- even though Jim, uh, Curtin has proven that he can be flexible going forward now that he's not under you know Ernie Stewart's strict four two three one, he can be a little flexible, but if his team is winning, that's nothing's going to change, you know, because... He's gonna ri- he's also, gonna ride that wave all the way in until it eventually also, crashes. 
Yeah, and Elliot makes so many just clearances, um, duels one, yeah, interceptions, I mean, that it's just really hard to, to not go with him on the back line, even though for his height, he's awful on set pieces, and for be, coming up as a central defensive midfielder, he's just decided this year that, oh, I don't know how to distribute anymore. I think it's like, and it's like, to me, it's like he's good under pressure, but he's not good when he doesn't have pressure, which makes no sense. That like, it's right? like, it's oh, like, like teams, when somebody's, please press the when union. somebody's dribbling right pressure. at him, he can always make the stop and he doesn't allow people to dribble around him, but then he can't distribute when he's got time and space to distribute. I mean, some players just think too much when yeah. they actually have time on the ball and that very well could be him. What if everyone, instead of just saying time, just yells man on at Jack Elliott, regardless <laughs> if there's a man on or not? <laughs> like man on, then he has like a 60 yard through ball over the top to David Akam and it's a goal or something. If Andre if Andre Blake was a better teammate, he's Jack Elliott's subconscious the entire game. Just, you have man on, man on, man on, just the whole game. Screw it. We, That'll keep him um, focused on the game. Justin, do me a favor when you're editing this. Can we just edit out everything else Paul says except for if Andre Blake was a better teammate? Yeah. And then, okay, great. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Maybe we'll hot I'm, take and then, the and then I'm going to run around with a um, with a, a hit clips, whatever it was called, the Tiger thing in the 90s where you could play one song in an MP3, and then I'm just going to play that to everyone in the union locker room. Well, and we have, like, we, we have beautiful intro music thanks to Phil, we do. Phil Grooms from the USL. Yeah, friend of the show. Um, but... We could just put that over it. If Andre Blake was a better yeah, yeah, teammate. Yeah. <laughs> and then throw somebody else's opinion of some sort on there, you know. Like. Yeah, start doing start doing like weird out of context hot takes while the intro music's playing. We could do it like like Paul saying, uh uh, transition to make his whiskey ginger. You know, like, if <laughs> yeah, Andre yeah. Blake was a better teammate, transition. Also, yeah. now that now that we're off uh, completely off topic yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Um Go for it. I have rough hand sketches that i'm gonna send to the group hey you get to it's it's a fake live logo reveal hey um while we're Ah. doing this everyone thank you so much for listening to views in the bridge podcast um if you want to follow us and do things like that um check us out at vftb pod i've said that right every week i'm really proud of myself yes you have you should Um, be unlike a certain someone who i tasked with setting up the twitter anyway no big deal Guilty. Um, it's okay. Multiple people have said it wrong. It's fine. It's so fine. it's fine. All right, cool. All right, are we going to officially award a Kinsey for this week? A de facto. I we did was I... it? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Now. Then... Yeah, we. Yeah, we, we did it. Was it's Marco? It's Marco. Oh, is it? Well, guess what, guys? Yeah, I agree. It's, all... it's Marco. Okay, Fabi. All right. I thought you were going to say yeah. it's Andre Blake because he's a terrible team. No, I. Yeah, I that's need right. to Talk about trains. Oh, you do need to talk about trains. That is right. Tell me about those trains, Chuck. Um, I don't even know where to start with this. But in a partnership with SEPTA and the Philadelphia Union, there are now trains offered to leave the stadium after games in conjunction with shuttles that the Union are also Mm -hmm. running. So in their first trial during the last home game, there were a grand total of 62 riders, according to SEPTA Social. And 
considering how many people have been clamoring yeah. for better ways to get to union mm-hmm. games, that's not and enough. And hey, guys, like, the team's actually like good this year. Exactly. Like you don't need support. reasons to attend a union really. game. There's zero excuse. Yeah. Like Sons of Ben are back in supporting in full throat. The team's winning games. Um, Talon is literally one of the most beautiful stadiums in MLS. Mm. Like, what are what are you waiting for? And before you speak, stop moving the goalposts. Right. Also, nice Philly pronunciation of water. Yeah, that your... was really heavy. I spent too much time looking. It's all right. No, I, I agree with you. Um, especially because, you know, a lot of... You're not going to hear it from the Delco crowd that goes there and stuff, but the people who primarily want to be more involved in this team are the ones who live in Center City. Like, South Jersey people can get there. I make my commute to every single game, you know, from South Jersey. It takes me about 25 minutes to get there. Mm-hmm. You're in Center City, and you have an option to walk a few blocks, and then, boom, you don't have to worry about getting home again to get to the stadium. Yeah. You should you should be inclined to start being more active in this team and not complaining about your options because the next thing it's going to be is a party boat <laughs> rolling down the Delaware hey, to take you to Chester, dope, which is an amazing idea. Boat. I will pay so many monies for that party All seven boat. of the monies. Yes, but, <laughs> but still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of them. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I will change my mode of transportation if a freaking boat starts being yeah. available to take me to You're games. You're going to jump off the Commodore Barry and just land on and the boat. We can, we can say 100% the boat idea has been pitched to the union. It is potentially an idea for the union. Mm-hmm. Just right now, it's not financially feasible for the union. Uh-huh. So instead, get on the SEPTA... Yeah. Get to games. Yeah. Don't drink and drive. Yeah. <laughs> and and enjoy a fun soccer team. Like an actually team. objectively fun to watch soccer team. Yeah. Speaking of pitching ideas to the union, thank you for the segue. I will always take them when available. Uh Tim McDermott, who uh was last mentioned on this podcast when I yelled at him. Um <laughs> <laughs> on literally at 11 o'clock p.m. on, on uh, April 9th, which was yesterday as of time of recording, tweeted out that he wanted to do a roundtable discussion with about 20 people uh, at the front office of the Philadelphia Union. Um, I retweeted it, so if you need to find it, you can you can go find that. Um, I don't know if spaces are going to be open. I'm intrigued. It's going to take place on Tuesday the 16th at uh, 6.30 p.m. They're going to record it and release it, so that'll be interesting. My fear um, is that it's going to turn into a bunch of uh, predominantly straight, predominantly white males yelling at them about how they haven't spent enough money on players in previous years. And that's why we are hoping that other friend of the pod, um, Frankie Sorrentino, ends up there. Because the way that he is looking at things in regards to what is going on in the union Mm -hmm. right now is the way that you should be looking at things. Um, hopefully Tim listens to this pod and 
well, picks him from and, his application. And there's other things too, like um, I know. Uh, well, uh, Justin, you'll know him, but Mark Goodwin, who I was gonna say is is still on the Colorado Rapids beat, he, he mentioned that uh, the Rapid Spanish language Twitter hasn't been used in like a year and a half. Well, did you and see surprise, that? Um, neither has the Philadelphia Union Spanish language Twitter. Did you see that uh, the Sons of Ben Spanish language yeah, Twitter finally. magically tweeted 16 hours yeah. ago? Yeah. So, it, and I actually added Mark Goodman. Like, at least someone was listening. Right, yeah. I, so it's one of those things where there is, like, there's that, there's the Bethlehem, like, stadium, whatever. There's there's a bunch of things where it's, like, there's legitimate questions to be asked here. And, and you know, obviously the one that's going to haunt the union until something happens or the end of time is what are you actually doing to help Chester outside of playing here? Um, you know, so there's legitimate questions and things like that. I'm unfortunately at work during this or else I would have signed up for it. But um, we'll we'll definitely have to digest that uh, audio, at least, or the, the entire video of, of that uh, meeting with, with Tim McDermott. And very cool, and, and kudos to him for, for once again being proactive and, and reaching out to the community and setting up something like that because, you know, 20, 20 MLS clubs probably wouldn't do that. So good on him. Yeah, he's he's uh, definitely going to be uh, very selective of who's going to be at this meeting. But I think if he gets the core group of fans who are who are actually plugged in to what's going on around the stadium mm-hmm. and these fan bases, and not just the old heads who are shouting from behind a computer, yeah. then I think he's going to have a pretty productive meeting in general and can definitely. Um, He'll, he'll have stuff to go off of, and I think we'll see it implemented throughout because the union have pretty much been operating their little promotions and everything on like a week-to-week basis, and it's it's nice to see. They introduce something new, you know, in the middle of the week, usually every week, and sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not received very well. Sometimes they're called stupid. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at least they're doing stuff to try mm-hmm. to... You know, expand the circle of their reach a bit. Yes, yes. Yeah. Justin, thoughts? Um, Yeah, I mean, I think it's always good of a front office to reach out to a fan base. I mean, I do, like you said, I do hope that it's not just the the very loud group of fans who's like, spend more money. Um, I don't think they're going to be allowed, considering that you have to submit your at meaning yeah. they're checking your Twitter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's pretty easy to, like, kind of not say that on Twitter and still think it and then come into the meeting and be like, why are we not spending, you know, why, where's, right, where's right. ours, Zlatan? You and, know, and I don't, and, that's not the union, though. And I, and it's, like, unfortunate because right now we're, we're winning with the players that we brought in mm-hmm. um, that we did not spend a ton of money on. And I think that that is a much more feasible way to do American soccer, for sure. So, um, I I hope that it is fans who actually care about the club as a whole, um, right, and right. can reach you know back into the Bethlehem Stadium issues, back into, um, you know the SEPTA stuff and how they can mm-hmm, make that mm-hmm. more available. You know all of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff that actually is probably more important than the union spending money on players. Yeah. My biggest question from this, actually, legitimately, are we going to find out who Union Hulk is, or is he going to wear a mask to this meeting? 
Uh, so the union will find out who Union Hulk is. Yeah. We won't. No. Yeah, he could this, look is, like this is the reporting I need to start doing. They're gonna blow. They're gonna blur him out and and pitch bend his voice. So come across or, or Union Hulk will try to I'm pay Edward Norton the, to show up. Uh, I'm annoyed by the amount of young conversations we've had for Union Hulk that he just won't tell us who he is. Mm, mm. That's fair. That's fair. But that's being really good at your gimmick. It's like the guy that did Magic Secrets Revealed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, which should go in our out-of-context intro clips. But, um, Chuck, am I, am I all clear to, to get out to, to do the, the get-out-of-here part? Oh, yeah. We, we, we did um, my spiel. All right, great. Anybody else have anything else before uh, before we wrap things up? Keep showing up to the games. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, I didn't think of something to say after we're supposedly done recording. Eat this. your vegetables. Hashtag mm. support local soccer. Hey, there you go. Well, hey. that might be co-opted, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to Views from the Bridge. Uh, you can give us a follow at VFTBpod. Do it. Tell us how great we are, how terrible we are, anywhere in between. We uh, we totally appreciate it. Thanks for all your support. We're gonna see we're gonna see some new logo stuff happening soon. I'm super excited about it's. Really oh good. yeah. We really like it. Slash the one that we. I mean, I like them all, but we really like the one that we're gonna go with. Oh so. uh, no no no. We I think we have one. No, we we've all we we all agree on this. We same do all one. agree. We have a clear cut favorite, and you'll find out why because it's really hot. Um. So be on the lookout for that. Chuck, are we going to put the rough one up and then get it colored in and then switch to that? Uh, or do you want to just wait until it's colored? We just got to wait. We got to wait. Think, I, think, I think we're just going to wait, wait and tease the hell Let's out of it. this shit. I love it. We're so, going to start a GoFundMe uh, so that uh, Chuck can get some <laughs> colored pencils and he can wait. actually finish our logo. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish I could say I drew maybe that. It, yeah. well, maybe we'll wait till a losing streak and then we'll release the new logo and then we'll go on another winning streak. Yeah, yeah. We have to okay, keep the logo not, until let's the. Not think about there being a losing streak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have we're, to we're keep the logo win, until they lose. And we're gonna win better than everyone else. Yep. And we're gonna beat the galaxy. Yeah. We're gonna win better. Yeah. <laughs> Do winning anyway, better. <laughs> at VFTV Pod. Uh, all of us lovely gentlemen are available to follow from there. So go do it. If you like, if you don't, it's fine. Just tell us you don't like us and we'll be devastated for five minutes and move on with our lives. No, for listening. no uh, one likes us. No one likes us. No one likes and, us, and but you we, know, don't I, we don't care. We don't care. We truly don't. Um, truly don't. Anyway, until we next do week, care about ratings. After the Philadelphia <laughs> Union 2-1 win against uh, FC Dallas, we will see what happens against the Galaxy and do some other things, and then we will reconvene next week to talk to you then, guys. Take care.